welcome to Climate Conversation Podcast, episode four. So for those who don't know me, I'm Sophia, carbon consultant here at Climate. And today I'm joined by Guy Dickinson again. So Guy is CEO and founder of Guy, of Climate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep going. Sorry. I am, the, I am the founder of me, so that's fine. Yeah, Carry exactly. <laughs> it works. Um, yeah, so welcome to the Thank podcast, you. Guy. <laughs> Great to have you again. Um, so I think today our topic, uh, the things that we're going to discuss is around businesses yep. and why carbon matters for businesses. So I think, yeah. Start there. Yeah, start, start there. there. Look, <laughs> I think we've covered a few things. We've covered the carbon markets. We've covered why it's important to do it. We know why it's important. There's a big goal to talk about. But yeah. ultimately, businesses use a lot of power and energy. They they function all day. You know, we go to work they, they power what we shop with, they do all sorts of things, they manufacture, they go from all sorts of different extremes. And if I think about um, where carbon comes from, it comes from the use of energy. At the end of the day, if you're using energy, you are expelling carbon in some way, shape or form. And we've mentioned before that customers are expecting businesses to do more, employees are expecting businesses yeah. to do more. Um, what we're finding is, in general, service-based businesses are more willing to get on this journey because it's cheaper, because they don't use a lot of energy to manufacture goods. Um, but we have a huge spectrum of customers that we've worked with, from butchers all the way into car manufacturers, um, where they see a, a valid reason for them to align their values towards a better climate outcome. Um, they, in general, want it to be some way accretive to their business yeah. so this concept of greenwashing is probably really interesting to get into yeah, I and know I it wasn't on the agenda I'm going to be interested in hearing yeah, that and look, yeah. I've, I've always taken a very strong view on this that greenwashing is put simply don't bullshit anyone don't lie about what you're doing and if what you're doing is not good enough to talk about it please don't talk about it you, yeah. you're not a, you, you've not earned that right and so We've built a business to start with by saying, be proud of what you're doing, but make sure it's a genuine mission, yep. a genuine journey that you're on. Um, and you don't need to go from zero to 100. And I think that's what's resonated with a lot of businesses. Yeah. Um, and you would have spoken to a lot of them and you yeah. would have seen different views around whether they want to be 100% carbon neutral. I think what I hear most often when you're talking to customers, I find this really interesting, is you, you actually say out loud, you don't need to be carbon neutral. Let's no. let's not go there yet. Like let's but just everyone work is on. just I want a label, I want a label. And it's like, well, no, just take a moment to understand, see how you can improve. And so how often does someone come to you and say, I want a label and then actually you talk them out of it? Yeah, well, it happens all the time, actually, because once you start, you know, explaining how it works and, you know, the fact that they actually have to have a genuine impact on the environment, mm. it makes them realize like, oh, you know what? I might not need the label now. I'm just going to start by working on my emissions, then investing in these projects. And then at the end, maybe the label will come. So there's some really interesting, if we talk about businesses, there's some really high level numbers that might be interesting for, for, for the audience. So one of those is if you're a service-based business, you're a law firm or something like that. Um, I think we've worked out from the scope of companies for which we've done this work. It's around five tons per employee to yeah, offset rough. uh, to roughly, very roughly, but just as a, a starting point. Um, and then if you think about a big retailer who is offsetting their entire product, they're offsetting, you know, maybe 100 stores, 200 employees, it can go up to 60 tons per employee. So the difference between a service-based business and a manufacturer is material. 
So you really have to applaud those bigger companies that have taken that mission on and they've taken it on without being asked to. Um, one of those customers I think, you know, that resonates very strongly with me is MJ Bale. Yeah. Um, and he, we get to we get to engage with his customers, which I love. We get to help him, you know, purchase the right type of carbon units. And he's actually come to us because he wants to engage his audience. He, he actually sees this as part of his mission. It's part of the, the narrative. Yeah, and how many of the quite. businesses that you talk to are there to educate their yeah. They're consumers, well, almost no, all, right? Yeah, exactly. And they sometimes we're, you know, behind the door and it's like, well, you should show them. Like you should educate them, encourage yeah. them to do the same thing. And what tools, do you want to explain what tools we have to do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So for the engagement solution, it's basically a voting solution. We, like it can be a widget, it can be a QR code. And basically the way it works is that, um, well, I think it can be the end consumer or yeah. then it can also could be their be employees. Um, they basically get the option to choose for the carbon projects that the organization is supporting. So then you usually have three options, then you click and then we'll offset or we'll retire the offsets based on that um, voting percentage. On that choice, yeah. And I think the reason that's important is every time someone clicks on a button, they've learned about a project. And yeah. that's really what we're trying to do here. We're trying to get people to understand that this is a great asset class. Yeah. It's here to do a lot of good. It actually it is going to change the way companies pollute yeah. because if this is what they're using to benchmark the cost of pollution, the more you raise the cost of pollution, the quicker they're going to tr transition out of polluting. And look, there's a lot of there's also a lot of evidence to state that companies that do use carbon markets internally as an internal pricing mechanism do transition quicker towards carbon neutrality as well. Yeah. Um, so Sophia, I think, you know, we sort of got to the bottom of why businesses yeah, should do yeah. it. Well, how about like a final question or what would be your advice to these companies that are hesitating about starting their climate journey or don't know where to start or those who have but don't know how to continue? Yeah, look, I, I think there's, first of all, you, you've got to be curious, right? And I think everyone's curious in this space. I'm still curious every day and it's all I do. Um, and I think that curiosity is okay. You know, it's okay not to have all the answers, yeah. um, but it's not okay to hide from it. That's that's actually, that's going to destroy your business in a very short form. Uh, and I think when people actually say, oh, I can do this myself, well, they haven't. So if you haven't, there's a reason that you haven't. Be brave, ask a question, step out. Ask for help. Talk to any company you like about it. We're not really... What we care about is that people will come on the journey. We know at the end of the day that the right advice will get to you. And that's what's most important is that it's a genuine journey. You've asked the questions. Don't rush into it, but do get started. Yeah. Well, there you go. Final message, getting started. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Guy. Thanks, Sophia. Um, see you in the next episode. Excellent. Thanks. Thank you.